0: Hello, I'm Darren Heath, and I'd like to introduce Caroline Stockman, Chief Executive of the Association of Corporate Treasurers. This, the next of our Strategic Insights series of podcasts, reflects on what Caroline's learned as a classically trained musician. So, quite an unusual and very interesting perspective.
1: Thanks, as always, Darren. I was at one time a professional musician, a classically trained flautist and piccolo player who tended to play orchestral, operatic, and so called new music. As well as some folk. To get to the level I achieved at my peak, I was practicing, outside rehearsals that is, so my own practice, alone, for five hours a day. Over the last decades, as I've been taught different theories and approaches by various coaches and trainers in the business world, I've seen more and more how strong the analogy of learning an instrument is with developing oneself in other ways. Many people will reference sport coaching, and there are, of course, similarities but I think the music analogy is perhaps closer. I'm no doubt biased, although I did practice sport as well to a high standard, but the difference for me is that with music, especially, say, voice, you really offer up your soul for dissection. It's very personal. If someone says they don't like the particular sound you make, it's a bit different from saying you couldn't press the keys fast enough to play the music at the right speed, or you got a leg cramp which slowed you down. You're laying something personal on the line, And that's what it's like with personal development in the business world. And yet, in either case, it's all fixable. Similar to sport, to be a professional musician, you need to have trained your muscles over a long period of time in order to be really proficient. And, like both these pursuits, muscle memory is what locks in when you're working hard on anything that's new to us. So whatever area we want to develop in, whether it's speaking more confidently, ensuring we look people in the eye when speaking to a room, being grounded and avoiding irritating tics or indeed stepping up into a new us we've envisioned, practice is key, as I've said before. For those who are struggling with taking on new approaches, or a slightly different style, because although they'd like to be that new person, they feel it isn't exactly authentic, I suggest to think about learning a new instrument. When I started to learn the flute at age 11, I had no idea how proficient I would become, and at first the instrument felt totally alien to me. But at a certain stage, I became that competent flautist that was not me previously, and the flute became almost an extension of myself. Some budding musicians already envision themselves as reaching a professional standard at some point, and they don't say to themselves, but that isn't authentic, as it's not who I am now. Same with sport. I once decided I would start to run, and from hardly being able to get to the end of the school drive... With perseverance, I was running five miles every day in the school lunch hour and not even getting out of breath. The 12-year-old, who used to always dawdle at the back with her friend and come in last at cross-country, was now this 18-year-old who entered county competitions. Was I faking it? No. I was just developing different muscles, literally. And that's exactly how the late Mark Hempstead, a trainer on a Unilever leadership programme, described it to us. He said we should try things out, and see it simply as developing other muscles whilst remaining the same person. I recently attended a performance at the Royal Festival Hall of Circus 1903. The show was full of acts where humans were stretching their bodies to perform feats which were really quite incredible. As I watched, I thought of something Nietzsche said. No one can see in the work of the artist how it has become. That is its advantage. For wherever one can see the act of becoming, one grows somewhat cool. It's true... We prefer mystery to mundanity, as perhaps that way we don't have to find ourselves lacking. I certainly wondered as I watched the circus how many times had those performers fallen, hurt themselves and got back up again. They didn't have safety nets. They'd practiced again and again and again, so their muscle memory was confident and reliable. One of the other things I learned through music was that, especially at first, a little and often is best. So, instead of trying to play for a full hour, which would exhaust a beginner and ultimately become counterproductive, they would be better to play for 20 minutes three times a day. Each time, they would be consolidating what they had learnt in the earlier session and build proficiency. I also learned that it's a human tendency not to only focus on the thing that needs improving. So, as an example, you're practising a piece of music and you keep stumbling at certain places, the same places each time. Maybe the fingering is a bit tricky there, or the notes are faster. What do you do? Most students, in my experience, start again from the beginning and try to play the whole piece again, invariably slipping up at the same places. Effective practice involves you working only on the difficult bits, a technical term, (laughs) until you get them right. Then you can try to run through the whole piece again. A similar technique is to break up pieces into sections and practice them individually before putting the whole thing together. So, what does this have to do with self-development and improving yourself? It suggests that you're wise to focus more practice on the things you find more difficult. A simple example being to work on the part of your presentation where you hesitate or stumble or feel uncomfortable. It also suggests that introducing new skills, techniques or styles is best done in little stages, frequently, or by breaking things down into smaller challenges. So you can plan to try things out a bit here and a bit there rather than create a situation where you have to maintain the particular effort for a prolonged period of time where you might be very exposed. I've tested these approaches throughout my career when applying new learnings from my various coaches, whether it be removing um from my vocabulary, (laughs) ensuring I'm grounded in meetings and presentations or indeed practicing techniques that help in conversations which are challenging, which I'll talk about elsewhere. I hope they make some sense to you And whether you've played sport, an instrument or neither, that the analogies I've drawn are helpful.
0: Thanks, Caroline. I can certainly relate to a lot of this in my own context, not only as a film producer working with different artists, but also as a a would-be guitar player. The themes of repetition and little and often are ones that we all appreciate but sometimes forget, so it's good to see how they yield real results next time up we have resilience so hope to have you back here then for now though from Caroline from me goodbye and thank you for listening